Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello. Welcome to the Viewmasters, episode 249. The Sound of Metal. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Mr. Secrets. How are you? <laughs> Doing well. Excellent. Keeping my secrets. You're not, not revealing any secrets lately. No, not at all. Okay, good. You need those. I do. In fact, this is going to be a very weird podcast for you because uh, I'm keeping my review of this movie a secret. Wow. <laughs> that's that's never been done before in the history of podcasts. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it has. Yeah. I think it's just called <laughs> not talking about the movie. I think you're right. Which we've done on several occasions. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Probably more than anyone would really care for. That's true. It's true. They are all here to hear our hot takes about whatever movie we're discussing. Yes, and and whatever issues are are uh, are, are I don't know what floating through the air. What do issues do? Uh, impact. Yeah, there you uh, go. Okay, whatever headlines? impactful. Whatever issues yeah. are making headlines, there you go. That is what issues do. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I, I completely lost the power of speech there for a minute. Uh, oh, it's okay. At least you could hear. That's true. At least I had that going for me. Yep. You are not broken. Whoa, hey. <laughs> hey, now. You're an all-star? Let's, let's, let's not. Yes, I am an all-star. Thank you for finally acknowledging it. You're very welcome. <laughs> no, I was going to say, let's not, uh, let's not uh, alienate any of our listeners who maybe can't hear. Uh, I mean, that's just rude. I mean, too late? We, we, <laughs> Fair. We make an audio podcast. It's, they might be reading a transcription of it. Uh, are you making transcriptions of our shows after after every episode? Not after every episode. Oh, okay. But some, <laughs> just the ones I really like. Oh, okay, just just the ones that did, you pick. Yeah, I did one after Mank for sure. <laughs> that that episode was a banger. I was thinking about doing one uh, for next week's episode, or not next week's, last week's. I don't know what next week's episode's going to be. <laughs> hey, neither do I. Just just guessing, but I'm probably going to want to transcribe it. Who knows? Like, we'll find out in uh, 40-ish minutes, 45 minutes? I, I guess we will. Uh. <laughs> I'll reserve my decision until then. I guess it uh, depends on uh, if we have much to say about this movie. That's true. Yeah. Which, so, uh, which I guess, yeah, we'll, you know, I might have a few things to say. All right. Excellent. Yeah. I have a few things to say as well, probably. Excellent. Glad we're on the same page. Yeah. You uh, <laughs> want to get into it? Sure. All right. Who's starting the podcast this week? Uh, uh, I think you are. I think it's your uh, turn. Oh, okay. Hello, and welcome to the Viewmasters. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, hey, Jesus. I don't know about you, but, uh, I had some audio problems with this movie. Like, really? sound oh, kept no. dropping out, and, uh, it was just weird. Like, like, just sound oh. distorted sometimes. I don't know what was happening. Yeah, you know, uh, I had the same problems, actually. I wonder if if, uh, if maybe that was on purpose? Huh. That seems weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, so, this, so this movie was not at all what I expected it to be. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what I expected it to be, but, but it, uh... 
yeah, I guess it wasn't that. Uh, yeah, I I expected there to be more metal. I think honestly, I did too. Uh, but but let me just go ahead and say right off the bat, um, I for one am very glad that he lost his hearing within the first twenty minutes, so that we didn't have to hear his band anymore because they are <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> I actually agree with you. <laughs> I did not care for their music. Holy shit. What an <laughs> awful band. <laughs> Just everything about it. <laughs> There's only two members. They're named Black Gammon. <laughs> <laughs> I did and like the name. Come on. Their music is shitty. <laughs> Black Gammon is legitimately clever. <laughs> It, it would be it would be even more clever if all of their songs were about board games that seventy year olds play. <laughs> maybe they were. That's true. Maybe I don't know. It was. Uh, I didn't know very what they were the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, is it noise metal or or what is that called? Oh, I don't know. Like don't the, the know. type of metal that they were doing, I did not care for. It was it was some weird experimental stuff, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, I'm it, not it was, I'm not super seasoned on metal. Right. Uh it's it's not any kind of metal I would want to listen to. Gotcha. I can guarantee you though that uh, if Jason Young had seen this movie, he would have loved it probably. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be he'd be looking to see where he could get Black Gammon's album. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Because <laughs> uh, I am pretty sure I've uh, listened uh, to to some very similar bands with him, like in his car or at his house. Yeah, that doesn't yep. surprise me at all. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like Jason. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's a real. Uh, crust punk vibe happening uh, throughout the movie uh, with with uh, Ruben that uh, yeah I think I think uh, our friend Jason would have would have enjoyed immensely did you say crust punk yes I did what is that I have it's never heard that before kind of a genre of punk uh, that you know is just very noisy and messy and kind of just revels in like Sort of the vagabond DIY, you know, lifestyle that that uh, uh, Ruben and Lou seem to to latch onto. Yeah. You know? Okay. Interesting. But also just with an extra layer of just gross and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> A crust, if you will. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> kind of gross crust. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, All right, and, and I would honestly say the the most crust punky aspect of uh, Ruben is uh, just his shitty tattoos. He does have a lot of real bad tattoos. He has underwear <laughs> tattooed on his bicep. <laughs> that I loved. That was awesome. <laughs> and that that may have been his best tattoo, <laughs> which is really saying something. I do like, I liked that we, we didn't get a ton of backstory for, for Ruben, Mm -hmm. but like the, the tattoos and the poor quality of them, I feel like tells you a lot about him just immediately. I think throughout the movie, I mean, for sure you're right. Uh, but, but I feel like. Every bit of information about both him and Lou that we get about like their pasts and their lives prior to you know the opening of this movie is done exceptionally well. Yeah, like, like it's it's never just like you know an exposition dump. Uh, you know, it's just hints here and there, and and you know, yeah, there is a lot of heavy lifting on the the clothing and the tattoos for sure uh but you know everything is 
just hinted at enough that you get exactly what's happening. Yeah. And even like like her relationship with her dad, who we uh-huh. we don't meet until very late in the movie. Like last is, twenty minutes and, and, or so, yeah. Yeah, and, and we only really even see them together for just a little bit of that time, but it's mm-hmm. so well it's so well conveyed through what little we see of it. Right. That it's just I I I thought this movie was excellent. I I mean, this is a very difficult movie to watch. Uh but I mean, as much as I can love a movie like that, I did love this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't I don't know that it's a movie that I would be like I'm just gonna watch Sound of Metal again, <laughs> just just to relax. Yeah, though no. there was definitely something kind of relaxing about just the extended sequences of silence, um, and just I mean it was it was relaxing I thought, but also just totally captivating. Yeah, um, I think definitely the strongest segment of this movie is you know when when Ruben you know accepts uh, what has happened and, and becomes a part of his new community uh, yeah and and just yeah the scenes of him like playing with deaf kids and and just like the deaf community just you know living their lives I thought was was very very well done and and uh, so well told. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, you know, that, that, that was almost serene. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, which, which, uh, like, like we get into the final act and, and I think the movie takes a turn, uh, which, it's one of those things for me where I don't know if it's the movie takes a turn or because Ruben is, I mean, so, so my main takeaway from the movie is that Ruben is a man who makes terrible decisions all the time. Uh, and, I mean, uh, I, I can see that. I can see how you could, <laughs> could get that. Because, <laughs> I mean, everything about this movie is him just making the worst decision. Uh, even when presented with just, just, you know, the best possible outcomes, he always goes for the worst one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, like, the latter, like, you know, final act of this movie just you know I, I don't know if I'm just mad at him for making that wrong decision or if I you know I'm just upset at the movie yeah no I, I think that there is something or something that I've always found anyway sort of inherently frustrating about movies about addiction mm-hmm. and and it's it's frustrating to see someone that you're rooting for and they have their inevitable sort of relapse right um and you know in in this movie ruben is is a uh you know he's a drug addict yes uh he's in recovery um and you know he he never he never relapses in that respect um but he like he sort of, you know, like like you said, their their middle sequence. He, you know, he learns sign language and he sort of accepts he accepts that he is deaf now and he be- becomes a member of that community and and becomes really well integrated into it. And then the relapse that he experiences sort of is away from that acceptance and back towards no, I can, I can still, you know, get this surgery and I, and I can have my, my previous life back. Right. Um, and, and yeah, there, there is something that's definitely frustrating to see that. And then seeing him at the end, uh, like, you know, he, he realizes that, I mean, I, 
I guess not that it's I I don't know what exactly he realizes at the end, I guess. <laughs> like he realizes that Lou is now better off. Definitely. Yeah. But then, you know, and and he realizes that the implants suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't know like he he sort of it seems like he finds the the stillness that Joe mentions earlier in the movie. Um, but you know, there's always sort of the question of how long something like that will last with, with a character like Ruben, I feel like anyway. Right. Cause I mean, you know, spoilers, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just talked about the whole end of the movie. So sorry, I mean, everybody. <laughs> you're fine. But it's just like, you're, you're right. That's sort of the ending of the movie, but then, you know, Like, this is the kind of the movie that you think about, and you're just like, well, what happens to him next? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because my initial thought is that, well, he's obviously going to try to integrate himself back into the community again, but they've sort of shunned him. <laughs> yeah. Because he, you know... And, and, and the way they present it is, like, they're not... Joe, uh, the, the, the sort of mentor character, uh, he's not angry at Ruben. He's just more disappointed that Ruben would, you know, uh, not necessarily turn his back on the community, but, but just, you know, I guess sort of take a, an easy way out, I guess. Yeah, I I read it more as, like, yeah, I I I agree. It's not like a turning turning his back. I think I think again, you know, I look at it as like a relapse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily an easy way out, but it's definitely not not the path that he had been on before. Right when he when he was more, you know a part of the community. Yeah. I, I guess for me, it's just, uh, I, it's hard for me to associate the word relapse with just, you know, not necessarily, you know, a, a substance, but, you know, sure. with, with, you know, yeah, it's his old way of life and his old, you know, way of thinking even. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, as a guy who has never had something as significant as my hearing taken away from me, you know, it's hard to, you know, imagine what it would be like. And, and the fact that early on he gets the notion, you know, planted in his head that, Oh, he can get his hearing back. You know, I think sets him down this, this ultimately kind of self-destructive path. Yeah. Uh, and so, even though he, you know, becomes integral to, to his new life, uh, the, the, as he, you know, learns how to be deaf, uh, the, you know, the fact that that little nugget is still just always in his head, uh, and part of it is just, you know, I would, I would say I could, uh, uh, Fuck, I can't think of words. <laughs> uh, that happens. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I just said the word I'm trying to think of. Uh, relate. Relation. <laughs> That's the word. Uh, you know, I, I would say the one thing that I can relate to with Ruben for sure is, uh, you know, that that. I absolutely kind of would call an addiction is that to another person Mm -hmm. and and his addiction basically to Lou. Yeah. Uh, and their relationship and just wanting to have that back. Uh, and, and I think part of that is that he, it's like, he doesn't think that they can still have a relationship if he's deaf. Right. 
you yeah. know, not even considering whether Lou would even <laughs> agree with that or not. Yeah, he he definitely like even even when he is you know get becoming integrated into the deaf community, you know, he still never really lets it go cuz you right. know he's always sneaking off to to I don't know, check his email or just check up on on what Lou is doing. Yeah. Um which which is ultimately what leads him to to get the the cochlear implants. Um but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's the the addiction is more to the relationship than it is to, or, 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 or maybe just to, to, you know, what his idea of their relationship is than it is to, to anything else. Right. You know, I, I, I absolutely related to that as well. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, uh, <laughs> Words are hard, man. <laughs> I know. I understand. <laughs> uh, can we just sign the rest of this episode? <laughs> it, it'll be really boring for the listener. <laughs> oh, they'll be fine. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I really liked. I really liked when um, when he is first, you know, among all of the the deaf people who are signing and and there's no there's no subtitles and then you know as he learns sign language then then they start to subtitle subtitle things it's it's i thought it was just a a a clever way to to bring people to bring the viewer into his experience yeah um Uh, and you know it's similar to what they do with the sound I'd uh, thought about that as well. Uh, that it's uh, it made me think uh, of all things. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Thirteenth Warrior. Uh, I have not. Uh, with Antonio Banderas. Oh wow! Uh, no, okay, I've not seen that for sure. Uh, he's like a Spanish warrior or something who gets ousted from his kingdom or whatever, and winds up basically hanging out with the Vikings. Okay. Uh, but he, you know, doesn't speak their language. And so for like, you know, the first 20 minutes or so of him, like being with this group of Vikings, like they're just all speaking, you know, Nordic or whatever. Uh, but then as he begins to understand them, like little bits of English crop in and then finally oh, like, he learns their language and it's all in English. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is kind of cool. Yeah, it really is. Probably the best thing about that movie. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I like that well uh, as well. And uh, so uh, this is a movie that I did watch twice. Okay. Uh, and and uh, as I've mentioned, uh, probably every episode, I I believe that I am actually losing my hearing. I, I am definitely getting worse as I get older. Mm. Uh, so I watch pretty much everything with subtitles. Uh, because It just helps me more clearly understand what I am watching. And it helps me focus a little bit, too. There's, there's that aspect as well. Sure. Keeps me from my phone all the time, you know. Uh, but, but there's, you know, a hearing aspect to it, too. Uh, this movie actually better without subtitles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was, you know it, it, having subtitles on during that that sequence in, in particular the the sign language sequence. I don't know if that was subtitled um, for you with with the actual subtitles turned on. Uh, with um, subtitles turned on, they still you know keep the the, the same thing that happens. You know, like okay, that's uh, good. They, they don't subtitle any of the sign language until he begins to understand it. Gotcha. Um, but uh, you know, a lot of the the sound design, you know, does get captioned, uh, and that turns out to be very distracting. Yeah, I bet. Uh, you know, because everything is like you know low hum, you know metallic sound, uh, feedback, <laughs> muffled blah blah blah. <laughs> A lot of muffled blah blah blah. In the there movie, was a I'm lot sure. of muffled blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, uh, 
but yeah, when, when I watched it uh, the second time, I watched it without the the captioning on, and uh, yeah, it's it's a much better experience, honestly. That's uh, awesome, and I think the you know that helps the the sign language thing have more impact, uh, you know. But but of 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 all the recent movies that, that, uh, you know, have come out so that, uh, we can only watch on our, you know, home entertainment systems. Uh, this is honestly the one that I wish I'd kind of seen in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. I bet the, the sounds on, or <laughs> the sound, not on a big screen, but you know, in a, in a theater with, with theater quality speakers, I bet that would have been really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can only imagine, you know, what that experience with that surround sound would be like, you know, to, to just have the, the different effects that they, they pull off. Um, but, you know, also that said, I don't want to cry in a movie theater. So, you know, <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> so, you know, maybe for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Save that for the, for the privacy of your own home for yeah. sure. Oh man, I made the mistake of seeing the big sick at a theater. Oh no. Yeah. You know, I think we saw that in a theater too. <laughs> and and yeah, that was a that was a rough experience in yeah. public. <laughs> uh it mostly would have been okay. because uh, cause it turns out I was uh, the only person in the theater. Oh nice. Uh but you know, like in the last, you know, 10 minutes of that movie or whatever uh which which are some of the roughest uh like the fucking usher just like came in and stood like right beside me what the hell right no Uh, i I got angry (laughs) i that's infuriating yep yep (laughs) uh i mean but yeah the Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, you know, we, we've sort of touched on it a little bit, but the sound in in this movie is super cool. Yeah. Um, and the the way that they do the, you know, the effect of, of Ruben, you know, when he first loses his hearing and then, you know, what it what it sounds like for him as things progress. Mm-hmm. Um, and then especially, you know, the the cochlear implant, I had no idea ahead of time what that sounds like for people who have it so i don't know how accurate this is or not uh but but it was it was really interesting and i thought it was really well done i i think that's you know there's there's a few things in this movie that that sort of took me out of it at the moment uh and part of it is you know, yeah, the constant wondering is, you know, is this accurate? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, how, how would they even figure out how to convey, you know, that, you know, or, or what that would actually sound like, you know, how, yeah. how do we, you know, know for sure? Uh, but the way they present it, it certainly is, um, uh, and, and not in really a bad way, but just obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it seems like it'd be real annoying yeah i i would to, uh, to have that happen in real life yep uh and, and just talk about a you know 40 to eighty thousand dollar uh, buyer's regret you know yeah holy shit <laughs> it's not like you can go back and be like all right you can take this out and i'll have a refund please right <laughs> oh man boy. yeah uh, and, and not just, you know, just for the effect of, of what it is and the, you know, but just the, the personal cost to him. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, for being, for doing that, uh, which again, just goes back to, this is just a movie about a man who makes bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it starts out at the very beginning when, you know, he, he does, you know, start losing his hearing and the doctor tells him, well, you know, avoid loud sounds. And then he immediately, you know, performs a show. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, 
<laughs> Disappointing. Yep, yep. <laughs> he, he should not have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was glad that uh, his attempted deception did not go on for for much longer than that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think part of what I thought this movie was going to be was it was going to be about a guy who is losing his hearing and then tries to hide it. Yeah. Um, and so so that was that was a nice surprise, I suppose. Yeah, I, I figured it would be more of a. I guess I figured it would be more about like the band, yeah. Uh, when, when really it was more about you know just his personal journey, which yeah. I definitely far more appreciated. Yeah, <laughs> and it was partially because of just how shitty that band was. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder. So, like, he sees the video of her in in Paris or whatever, and yeah. she's performing with like all these just electronic things and yeah. i and we don't get to hear what that sounds like <laughs> but but i really wondered what that sounded like and just how how ridiculous and terrible it was <laughs> uh it it sort of reminded me a little bit uh i mean yeah i'm sure it's fucking awful whatever it was uh but it reminded me of uh i saw this video uh of uh I, I don't know the guy's name, but he was the, the guitarist for uh, Limp Biscuit. He used to, like, wear weird costumes and makeup and shit. Okay. Uh, then he, he got fired from Limp Biscuit, and so this was him, like, after that, like, just performing in, like, you know, like a VFW hall or something like that. <laughs> uh, and it was just him and his guitar, and he had, like, you know, like, uh, like an effects box like she has uh, in, in that shot. Uh, so it was him, like, just he would like play like a chord or a riff or something and like record it and then put it on a loop. And then sure. he would do that over and over and over again until he finally had like what sounded like a full band. And then he would like start playing. It's yeah. just like, I could not imagine sitting through this like in person. <laughs> <laughs> so I have seen, uh, Andrew bird does stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and, and when he does it, it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cause he is, he is an excellent musician. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, I've, I've seen other people do it and it, yeah, it's kind of in, intolerable. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Reggie Watts do it and, and it's entertaining, but he's, yeah. you know, a relatively entertaining comedian. So, <laughs> and, and that's part of his shtick too. So, you know, right. Andrew Bird is hilarious. I don't know if you know that about him. I do not. <laughs> he's 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 fine. He's okay. not really. <laughs> just a just an extremely talented musician. Alrighty. I don't know who he is. I've heard the name, but yeah, not sure. Yeah, I don't know if you would like him or not. Uh, I feel like Jason has mentioned him a bunch, and uh, I think we can just. Say anything Jason likes, I'm uh, not a fan of. <laughs> Jason does love Andrew Burt. <laughs> oh, Jason and I have a lot of overlap in our musical tastes, but we have a lot of gaps, too. <laughs> oh, boy. But no, yeah, this was just a very effective movie. Yeah, uh, it just it, it had me, you know, captivated all the way through, and and you know, like you had mentioned earlier, it's it's a movie where you're rooting for this guy, and just watching him make mistake after mistake, uh, it just it it gets upsetting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, uh, and just uh, I don't know. I, I did find, you know, a few things, uh, like I mentioned earlier, that, that just kind of took me out occasionally. Uh, such as, you know, he, he sells all his stuff to, to get these uh, cochlear implants and uh, has no money and goes to beg his, his uh, you know, sort of sponsor, I guess, for money. Yeah. Uh, who, who does not give it to him. Uh, so how does he afford to fly to Belgium? Uh, to go visit Lou spontaneously. That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. Yeah. 
And then also, he's, he's signed up for a credit card. Sure, yeah. He's he's not worried at this point. <laughs> uh, and then also, like I don't know, like the length of time, uh, you know, that that takes place when he's uh, in the community and he you know learns sign language essentially. Yeah. Uh, but I'm uh, I mean, listen, I you know, was born to a a Spanish-speaking parent. Uh, And my other parents, uh, while not a naturally Spanish speaker, uh, you know, knew much of Spanish. Yeah. Uh, To the point where they debated, you know, when when I was born, are they going to raise me as a, you know, with Spanish as my first language? And uh, they did not. Uh, which which uh, definitely makes me angry uh, sometimes, <laughs> because that forced me to take Spanish in high school, and I was terrible at it, <laughs> and retained almost nothing. So I don't think I could learn <laughs> uh, sign language in a relatively easy amount of time. Yeah. Um. So so I would assume it would have taken him. I mean, you know, admittedly, his situation, you know, involves, you know, adapting quickly uh, so that he can communicate with people. Yeah. Uh, but I would still imagine it would take some time. Uh, and yet he, he still maintains the same shitty haircut with the same shitty bleach job. <laughs> Is he just, like, what, going out to the salon, like, every couple weeks to just get touch-ups on his, his uh, tips? I, I don't understand. I was I, I was going to say that I agree the timetable uh, during which the movie uh, takes place is a little vague. Yeah. And I, I wish we'd gotten a better indication of just how long it takes place over. Right. Uh, his haircut had not occurred to me. <laughs> That is a glaring, <laughs> glaring plot hole movie. <laughs> that is a that's a classic cinema sin right there. I mean, it stays the same shape and length the entire movie until he <laughs> shaves it off. <laughs> Which that's uh, item number one in my YouTube video. Everything wrong with Sound of Metal. <laughs> Excellent. I look forward to watching it. <laughs> I, 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 I will admit, you know, the the scene where he shaves his head, like, I did back up on that, you know, thought for a minute. You know, I was like, okay, well, you know, if, if his hair had changed drastically, then we wouldn't get this moment. True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say that made me very uncomfortable to watch uh, when, when he shaves his head around the scars. Yeah, uh, I did I was, not care for that either. Nope, not a fan. <laughs> Like, first, he, when he takes the bandage off. Oh, God, yeah. And then, yeah, the shaving and just, like, his wincing throughout was, man, that was that was hard to watch. Yep, yep. Uh, but, you know, he did a pretty good job. And as someone who, who shaves my own head occasionally, you know, I was, I was impressed with uh, how well he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. At least, at least we know for sure he got one thing right. <laughs> It's the How only to shave thing his head. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, like I said before, I thought this movie was was really excellent. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, it's, it, even though I watched it twice, I would definitely recommend it as uh, at least a once watcher. Yeah, I might see if I can talk Jenny into watching it. I think she would like it too. I think she might. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know her emotional state, but. <laughs> She's doing all right. Okay, I know. You know, she was fairly upset at last week's episode of WandaVision. So, well, I mean, it was pretty upsetting. Well, sure. <laughs> uh, we she she had been uh, rewatching the Mandalorian, and the she got through the end of season two uh, last night and did not. Uh, break down in tears when Grogu and Mando said goodbye. So I think she's doing okay. All right, all right. Also, spoiler for Mandalorian season two. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> and also, it's been, it's been also, out for months now. <laughs> you have just violated the number one rule in my house. Oh shit! I called him Grogu and not little baby Yoda. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I don't. That's probably the first time I've ever called him Grogu in conversation. <laughs> it's always Baby Yoda. I don't know what came over me. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. I desperately am. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. Any, anything? Anything bringing you some joy this past week? Sure. It's a kind of a dumb thing. I love it. Uh, so uh, we've uh, heard the stories about my cat and uh, just uh, what kind of an obnoxious asshole he is at times. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, sometimes he is incredibly sweet and loving and, and I, I do enjoy those moments for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, so last Sunday, uh, and I should probably preface this with my Sundays are weird because uh, I work third shift on the weekends so I come home on Sunday morning at like 7.30, 8am and then I go to bed and I sleep for like 3 or 4 hours and get up and stay awake so that I can, you know, resume my normal day job shift for Monday. Sure. And uh, during the pandemic, being stuck at home and not being able to see people uh, you know, it, it makes my Sundays super weird. Because, uh, like, I just want to sleep all day. <laughs> uh, prior to sense. the pandemic, you know, I would, like, hang out with people and do stuff. And it would you know, keep me awake and going and doing stuff. So it's just been me and the cat since June. Uh, but uh, he is he is uh, obnoxious and needy and anxious and, and does not let me do much stuff. Uh, but, but this past Sunday, like around three o'clock, he, uh, like disappeared and I got a lot of work done and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't see him again until like almost eight. And do you know, God, do you know what man, he was I, doing? Huh? I think he was just sleeping somewhere, Aww. which is the first time he's just been a normal cat. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And, and I got so much stuff done, and I started scanning in a, a bunch of... Uh, I, I'm trying to, to put together a, a book of my artwork of sorts. Uh, but, you know, I, I have not been able to just have the time to just sit and scan without him being up in my face or whatever. And he was gone for like five hours, and it was it was amazing. That's and, awesome. and that is what's bringing me joy. <laughs> That's a that's a pretty great thing. <laughs> oh, what about you? Uh, I don't really have anything. Yeah. <laughs> completely honest. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, I I feel like for the past week I've just sort of been been just hanging in there. So yeah, I'm I'm glad you're hanging in there. That brings me joy too. Aw, thanks. To, to, to know that you're surviving. <laughs> yeah, I I mean we we've been watching uh we've been watching Ted Lasso on Apple Plus. Okay. Uh and and like I heard a lot of people talk about how great it was. Right. And it's it's fine. <laughs> I enjoy it, but yeah. you know, it's not the not the greatest thing I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I've, yeah, I've heard similar things about people who just say it's great, but you know, I don't have Apple Plus, and uh, I don't care for Jason Sudeikis that much. So yeah, I you know I really don't either. I feel like he's, or maybe it's because the stuff that I've seen him in, uh, he's just plays sort of a douchebag, right? And he's so good at it. Yeah. So I, I didn't I didn't expect to to like him on this show and he's fine. <laughs> he's he's sort of a, a sort of a well-meaning buffoon a little bit which is which is fine. Like it's just a nice show, I guess. It's not it's not great, but it's not it's not changing my life, but it's it's nice, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's this internet thing where everything has to be the best or the worst, right? You know, and nobody acknowledges that you know sometimes things are just okay. Yeah, yeah. Middling things are fine too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, 
I've been watching uh, the TV show Get Shorty. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, the first season was on Netflix like a couple of years ago. I was at my old place when I watched it. Uh, but they never got any of the other seasons. Uh, but uh, Amazon has uh, all three seasons now, so I've been going through that. And, uh, you know, it's it's fine. It's it's entertaining. That is the bare minimum I can ask for from it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it it looked fun. Yeah, it's 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 good. Ray Romano's good. You know, Chris O'Dowd is good. Nice. There's, there's other people in it. Ah, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so I guess I should pick a movie. Uh, if you like, I would. Uh, I I I've been struggling to think of something to watch. Uh, partly because I put some self-inflicted pressure on myself because next episode is 250. And oh, wow. Because, you know, I've been raised as a comic book geek that, that you know, I celebrate milestones like that. Right. It's going to be double size. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but instead, I was like, you just pick a fucking movie. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, uh, I feel like the, the just to, to pause you for a second there, I feel like the celebrating every 50 issues thing is a relatively recent, like, 90s thing maybe like they had to they had to find a reason for things to be events so well why don't we just do it like you know every 25 issues every every 50 issues we can put a hologram on the cover and say it's a big deal (laughs) so you know i feel like older comics weren't as concerned about you know like the hundreds for sure but stuff in between i feel like wasn't as big a deal Uh, i feel like i recall like Spider-Man 50 being a big deal or Fantastic 450 that was when uh not 450 but you know Fantastic 4 issue 50. Yeah. You know that was the you know Galactus saga. You know. So I don't know, you know, it just but yeah, the the big milestones like just always seem to present to me. Sure. No, I totally get it. Uh and, you know, I, I I definitely remember them from the 80s for sure. Uh, or, you know, sometimes they would just have a random double-sized issue for no reason. But True, true. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I was just like, yeah, let's, let's just, just pick a fucking movie. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so I have a huge blind spot for anime. Okay. Uh, As do I. <clears throat> and so I, I know that HBO has, like, all the Studio Ghibli movies or, or whatever that's pronounced yeah uh, i think it's ghibli yeah okay uh but but uh, we're not gonna watch one of those okay uh <laughs> the the movie that i'm picking is uh, on hulu uh and it is uh from what i hear the most depressing movie ever made so get your you know self in gear for that oh no uh i'm picking grave of the fireflies Okay, I've never heard of that. All right. Uh, it's from, I believe, 1988. Uh, and uh, it's a uh, World War II movie. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's an anime. All right. A- and as I said, uh, considered one of the most depressing movies ever made. <laughs> and this is a, a Joss Whedon thing, then? I assume it's tied to Serenity and all that? No, you're thinking of Firefly Lane, which is new on Netflix. Oh shit! You're right. My mistake. <laughs> awesome, Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. I'm excited and and stealing myself. <laughs> uh, as am I. You know, and then maybe we we've already built ourselves up too much, and we'll have no reaction to it whatsoever. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, it was it was super depressing in the '80s, but. Is it super depressing now? It's true, you know. <laughs> we'll see. Times have changed. That, that is true. Nazis are back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so uh, Hulu, I believe, does have both a dubbed version and the subtitled version. So Okay. Uh, I will watch the subtitled version like a true cinema fan. That's probably what I will do as well. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, just uh, uh. 
It's a shame we didn't see this in a theater or we could make it one of our biggest flexes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I retweeted that meme today. I know. <laughs> I still think it's stupid. Yeah. Like, the, the first person listed Interstellar? I know, yeah. that I, You know, I thought about calling them out, but, you know, I already had an internet troll today. I didn't need a second one. That's fair. <laughs> And yeah, I wasn't quite sure what they were asking, you know, especially by including something like Interstellar in there. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw people like listing like The Dark Knight, right, and and other like recent movies. Yeah, like what are you talking about? Like, like the way I took it was just like movies that you know, uh, you know didn't get a following until like they were on video or whatever yeah that and, makes sense to me you know, so so that's the criteria i use i was like oh you know i, I you know at, i picked movies basically from 1996 because <laughs> <laughs> that's when i was seeing a lot of weird movies in theaters sure you know and then afterwards i was like oh i should have included the things to do in denver when you're dead <laughs> I've never seen that. Uh, no one has. Except <laughs> me and my mom at the Neon in 1995 or whenever. That's awesome. <laughs> I did see, I saw Batman Mask of the Phantasm uh, at Page Manor with my dad. <laughs> that to when me it was seems originally like a flex. Released. I feel like that is a flex. Because I didn't get to see that movie in theaters. And, and uh, boy, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe someday for like the 40th anniversary. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Fathom did something a couple years ago. I know it was when I was in Seattle. I feel like they re-released it. Yeah. I know I saw... But anyway. Yeah. I saw Superman, uh, the the first one for the 40th anniversary a few years ago, so... Yeah, I did Uh, that as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's, that's not a flex. (laughs) Right. <laughs> yeah, anniversary re-releases don't really count. Nope. <laughs> we, sh- right. we should go on Twitter and lay out the criteria for this meme. <laughs> I'll let you get a head start on that. <laughs> Excellent. Right. I'll do that after dinner. <laughs> Alrighty, sir. Well, we will see you next week with Grave of the Fireflies. Excellent. See you then. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Viewmasters.